Hello and welcome to MGP 207. I'm Kev and with me as ever there's Sheepdog, Anna and Pab. Say hello boys and girls. Hello. Hello. This this bit with you two, you realise it's not <laughs> funny, said, presumably. I, I, no, I said hello, but then Sheepdog was like, hello. So I just thought, <laughs> everyone heard me. So I, I think from next week onwards, if you don't both say hello within half a second of Sheepdog... I yeah. did. I said, I, I said it just before and he went over me. Uh, okay. So it's just Pab taking forever because he's a monster. You're a oh, disgrace, well. Pab. Um, well, what are you going to do? Well, what, what you're going to do is have a re good time at EGX Res this weekend. There you go, see? I that's, am, yep. Certainly am. That's where we're going to be, isn't it? Um, Indeed. In fact, this podcast comes out, we're already there. We're basically time travelling at the moment because we're sat here on Wednesday night recording this. But it's not going to appear on the internet until Saturday morning. So I imagine there'll be people travelling down to Rest now thinking, ah, a new episode of MGP. I'll download that to hear what Rest is like. I know they're there. So we have two choices for this episode. We either fake it and pretend we've already done yesterday and the day before. Or <laughs> you're already telling people. Well, no, this we'll cut this out, don't we? Um, or we uh, or, or we just sort of let them know what's happening. Let's pretend we're there, because then I can pretend I went. Well, you are there. You're here with us, Sheepdog. You must have gone. I am. Bo- yep, exactly. Bodine's was delicious last night, wasn't it? Yep, I feel like I ate my own weight in food. That's a lot of food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that PlayStation VR. E goodness, that was fun. Stands for... The revert at the front. Brilliant. <laughs> so, before we before we arrived in London for EGX, which is where we are now. Um, Quantum Break came out this week. Um, did. Yeah, hands up did. if you played it. Yep. Yep. No, I asked for hands. I did put my hand up, but then... No, that's all right, then. Um, <laughs> hands up again if you thought it was turd. Yep. Interesting. No, my hand's down. My hand's down at the minute. Is it? Interesting. Yeah. Um, which one of you wants to kick things off with with what this game is all about? Because I don't like... On, is then. it another over-promising Destiny? Oh, it it wrecks me. I I put it on and like first of all we had two copies because Kevin's mm-hmm. more on. I'd just like to put that out there, aren't you, Kevin? Look, I got involved in games money laundering because of that. I <laughs> I accidentally pre-ordered a copy on Amazon like a year ago, along with Mirror's Edge and a few other things. Um, so that Amazon sent me a copy and Anna Anna ordered a copy on game. Took it into game to refund it, and they gave me cash instead of putting it back onto Anna's card. So, money laundering concerns. But actually, what we figured out they'd done is they've actually taken it as a trade-in, an unopened copy, because we bought it for 40 quid. They're selling it for 50 quid. So, they've bought that office for 40 and stuck it on their shelf straight away for 50. So, wow. um, it's, it's, we didn't get a receipt or anything. So, game, <clears throat> you're dodgy. Yeah, I yeah that's it, wrong. Why not? But um, I put this game in, took forever to install, then it had an update, and then I started playing it. And I thought, oh, this is good, the faces are good, um, going around just, like, finding these bits of information. Uh, and then it gets into bits with, with the powers. Now, the powers are fun, if, if you like, like stopping time. But the thing is, they line up on the right hand of the screen. Now, that's fine. But all they are are symbols. They don't indicate anything. They have, like, timers around them for when you know they're ready. 
But for me, I I don't like the Xbox controller. It it wrecks with my head because there's X's and and stuff, and it I can't for some reason from my head it can't get around it because of the letters and stuff. And these these little symbols, I'm like, don't have any corresponding button that I'm supposed to be pressing. So first of all, there's all these different ones that I don't remember how to use because I'm just using one that I remember is is this like B or some, Y or something. So I'm not getting full enjoyment of the game. And then the other thing that annoys me is you go around finding all this intel of emails. Now, these, I don't even like reading my own emails. Why would I want to go to a game and read emails that are like six or seven emails long? I ain't got time for that. I just want to play the game. And and now I'm stuck on this boatyard thing. I've no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what buttons to press. And I just don't like the game. The only thing I do like is the live action in between things. I think they're fun because you get to choose a, uh, like between two things and then the live action goes that way I'm guessing if you choose the other way it goes a different way so that means they've put some production into it and thought about it a bit but it has the things on the side with no, but with no indication what I'm supposed to do and that's annoying the cover system oh my god the cover system is horrible you just walk up to something and it ducks down which is fine so I don't have another button to remember but if you move left or right a little bit because you like you want to go hit someone he just stands up and then he's there he's getting shot at don't like it needs a move button end of end of that for me <laughs> carry on i mean you... what what you've said there fits in exactly to my my little tweet rants that got me about <laughs> 10 different review bots following me yesterday when i tweeted this the problem comes from the fact that they've they've taken what I, as far as i was concerned was originally a premise for a really innovative story-driven game that had tv elements hooked into it and i was expecting something along the lines of heavy grain he- heavy grain heavy ra- that's the farming version um heavy rain or um beyond two souls or something like that but at some point during the production process they thought oh wow we've spent a lot of money on this we've got charlie from lost and Littlefinger. we can't pay the bills with the nine people who buy story-driven games we need to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Quick, bolt a cover shooter on. Don't worry if it's any good. Just get some cover shooting in there. And it it just doesn't seem to fit the story stuff and then the weird game mechanic stuff. And they seem like two different games mushed together onto the same disc. They don't mush together very well. And it ends up not doing either of them properly. And it just seems like a massive missed opportunity mm. and a huge waste of money. Yeah, I turned yeah. it off yesterday. I've not been back to it. Do you have to read the emails you were talking about before? Or is it just like a... Well, they, they, like, I read, some, I read some of them, and they're giving you about, like, like the section you're on, it's giving you some backstory. Now, I, I'm all for backstory, but I don't want it to be in this long email. I just, I don't, I ain't got time for it. If they, if they had, like, something where it would read it to you so I could listen, it would be better because it, the text isn't that big. So you're reading it, it's just constantly, it's, I, I ain't got time for that. I just want to play the game. The game was fine, I, but I want to know what's happening. But I, it's just a lot of text. It's almost like games don't uh, look at what other people did wrong or what people didn't like about other games. I mean, one of the stupid things about, this is going back a while, but when I first played Final Fantasy Thirteen, I hated that to get anything 
of a back any kind of backstory or any kind of feel of the world you had to go and read their encyclopedia as you unlocked stuff and it just seemed really dumb to expect people to want to but i a, think play, that, play a minute and read that mm. comes back to them running out of money again i think uh, mm. it, it was supposed to be this big grand 23 episode proper tv series but i think they suddenly realized how much that would cost and thought right forget that we'll just tell the the story in 15 minute chunks here and there any bits that we can't film in time we'll just stick them on an email they'll read them they'll love that look mm-hmm. cov- cover shooting and reading what things don't go together better than that is there no tv show at all now like i know that's probably I mean, like, is there nothing not even your youtube video it's in the game so they just ditched the whole i mean i i know i remember them turning it down and backtracking a lot but what i'm that's what i'm thinking is they've literally only put a few clips in the game and nothing yeah, else but I, I don't think you could have a, a tv series running alongside it because the choices you make there's two there's two like there's one point where you have to choose either shoot the girl or save the girl you can't then, like, you say you shoot the girl, but then in the TV story she's still alive. It wouldn't work. Yeah. So I think they've just, like, we're not going to do that. We'll just put it in-game instead. And, so... then, and then it brings you back to the, well, why bother? Telltale did it all fine as a game. It feels like going back 20 years to those old arcade games where you did a little bit of gaming, then watched a, a live-action thing. You're breaking and up, then, Kevin. And then did a bit of gaming again. And... Uh, it just seems silly that they would... It's like it's regressed, and I don't really see what the purpose of it was. Once they scrapped the idea of the TV series, I should have just... It, Kevin. It's fine, Anna. Um, do, you feel it, a bit, okay. do you feel a bit like... Well, what I'm learning about this generation as we've got into it is that they seem to just be... I mean, they did it last generation as well. They make these bold, look what we can do. We can create Milo. And then they just give you... <laughs> And this is another example of it. And But it's uh, not even as impressive as Milo. It's just do a bit of cover shooting, unlock a cutscene, pick which one you want. Oh, the cutscene's live action. And then back into doing some really boring cover shooting. It doesn't really work yeah. properly. And then you can read an email. It is, annoying. it is like go to this section, do a bit of shooting, read a little bit, kill some more people. Oh, collect these weird shiny things. It... it I don't like it. And now Pab's going to tell us why we're wrong. Um, <clears throat> I can tell listening to you. I don't want to jump in with it because I'm sort of I'm sort of half inside but half not on it at the same time. Um, it's I I find myself just enjoying it. I don't know I don't know what it was about it. I just find myself just I mean, I, admittedly the email thing. I did not. I just got the email and I to be fair, I just skimmed it. And I don't really read stuff like that anyway. Stuff comes up, I just go, okay, I'll, I'll get the gist of it from somewhere. I'm not that bothered about the story stuff. Um, the shooting I felt was a bit wavy, a bit floaty at times. Um, I liked the fact that there were the cover, <clears throat> the cover mechanic just puts you into behind stuff. Yeah, but because... when you play um, like uh, d- oh my god, what's it called, Division? Yeah. So I'm used to that being like instant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit wobbly sometimes. Oh yeah. However, to duck down on that. And that yeah, it is. It is, it is very different. That it is very different. Yeah. Um, but it also, to me, it comes across. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really play much of Alan Wake, but it it, it has a feel of Alan Wake. 
not in the, the game, but it, well, it's, it's the, the way same the, developers, the, the, isn't the, it? The, you say developer, the way it controls, the way it feels, it has that feel to it. When the adverts came up, I, I sat there and thought, have they made another Max Payne film, uh, game, sorry, because um, of the whole slow-mo thing, the time bits. There are it, bits of it that, that remind me of Max Payne bits, yeah. Um, Problem is, Max, you get, you get, Max Payne you get, you get was awesome, and this isn't. I was going to say, Say well, that, that was that, quality. That wasn't Remedy, um, though, was it? No, that was Rockstar. It it just seems like they've they've gone. Oh, people really like that sort of game and that sort of game and that sort of game and that sort of game, and they've just vomited out a mixture. I, I don't it, know what I mean. it just seems like they knew what they wanted to do, but then realised it was far too ambitious and had to scale it back. And they had the they had the the studio shut down as well. Didn't yeah. the uh, the video, the, the Xbox video yeah. shut down around him as well. So I think that that sort of forced around in a direction as well. And so. I, I would, I would suggest they probably at that point should have just binned off all the live action stuff and just made a game rather than trying to make do with what they had and sort of butcher both sides well, of it. And it's ended up neither of them had done particularly well. I thought the live action stuff was all right. I thought the live action stuff seemed seemed, but. Think about how normal people watch TV. I mean, it's it's like, what is it, 15, 20 hours of video content in there with game mixed in with it. Well, yeah. when are people going to watch that? Me and Anna like to watch TV shows together. Well, basically what the game, if you don't notice, the, have the, how many live action things have you seen so far? One. One. Mm. Have you noticed that you don't actually see the, the main character in it? Because oh, no, I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, because he because because the, the live action stuff is on the based on the side of the enemy. Uh, Whereas you you played okay. you played you played the side of the good as the good guy. Yeah. So yeah. so Yen shows two perspectives of the story going on. So so to save you because you notice there's like small chunks in the start like after the first act or is it somewhere near the end of the first act there is a, a small chunk where you play as uh, little finger. Yeah. Yeah. Then that goes into your live action bit. Uh, so you, uh, from what I can gather, you will only play. You will the the live action stuff is based on the the bad guys, and you will play the good guy reacting to all this stuff happening in in the actual live action stuff. Um, so I don't know. I've I found it all right. It didn't offend me in any way. It it did sit like I say. It's not the best for, uh, third person cover shooter, but it looked nice. The live action stuff kept me entertained so i will carry on playing it and push on through and see if it annoys me or tips me on the side of the fence like i said i'm just sat on the fence at the minute about it well there we go um who else has played a game of some sort this week see we've just done like a 10 minute review on a new release game <laughs> what podcast is this and and when's this going out saturday yeah it's a saturday yeah there is a video on the YouTube channel if you if you want to see what we're talking about. Oh, well, I tell you what, we've become professional all of a sudden. This is, there you go. I'm so very you... impressed. Mul- let me, multimedia. Uh, let me bring it down a notch then uh, with my uh, <laughs> very brief dirt, uh, rally review. Hey, that's you, still a new release game. You played it last week. I did. Uh, you, you know, you said about it as well. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> I thought to myself after that episode, I was like, I wonder if they're going to send me a review copy of that because I said all racing games are basically the same and they should stop. Um, <laughs> and then the next day it popped through my letterbox and I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> now it's going to be really hard to review that without sounding like I'm just, uh, you know, you know, towing the line. But no, to be frank, I mean, 
I was chatting to Pad before the show, and I was saying that as far as driving games go, yeah, it's a driving game. I enjoy racing games when I play them. They're they're all they're all fundamentally the same. Of course, they are. Um, I feel like maybe I shouldn't have. I feel bad for asking for a review copy of it, knowing that I generally can't say, "Oh, this is this is exquisite compared to racing game B." Because, because to me, they're all they all drive smooth. They all look good. They all are fun in, to an extent, but they're all racing games. So I'm kind of thrown in that. I guess if you like all the other dirt games and you want the latest version, yeah, it's good. It's the same as them. It's enhanced, and yeah, I'll play it more and check whether there's any kind of new features to it. But generally speaking, it's a yeah, it's a fun rally racing game i want to get into a multiplayer with my wife and try and show her i'm superior to her (laughs) it's really the only way i know how this is the woman with the driving license compared to you who does not have one so (laughs) i suggest she'll probably win if i if i I you say that go on um if if only there'd been someone else on when i had my stag what is happening what is happening? I, what is happening? Every time I I'm having, yeah, I'm having awful issues with you too. Well, <laughs> so when I'm talking, my mic records separately, so I come through crystal clear. So huzzah! Um, so if I start to break up, don't worry, everyone else can hear me. It's when you not break up on my end, it's a problem, and you're not. So let's not worry. Okay. I was trying to say that on my uh, stag do, we did. Uh, mud buggy which is probably more difficult than dirt racing racing and uh, i dominated the drivers i came uh i think it was third in that out of 15 people so uh i think she's got to work out to beat me really um i was up against a driving veteran and a ruthless maniac and uh that's that's why i came third because they were slightly more ridiculous than i was but i reckon on a game like uh dirt rally i'll, I'll dominate her if only uh, during this process where you were struggling with your ability to review it, you'd have thought, I wonder if there's someone else who works on this show who's written more racing reviews than any other genre, who enjoys racing race- reviews. Racing reviews. <laughs> Sorry. Um, or, and who likes a good racing game and plays two or three different ones a year. If only someone like that was involved, eh? You could oh, have had a no, of course. It. That's what I... I mean, I, I spoke to Pab before the show. Yeah, um, he said it my way. You but he said to me that from what he understands it's uh, a vast improvement and a, a very good solid game with lots of good features and whatnot um you've i knew you'd physically played it but i don't like talking to you out of the uh, confines of a podcast so i figured you'd tell me what was uh superior and inferior about it now but i played it having... for four minutes without headphones on <laughs> <laughs> so this is the quality review of the century yeah shall we move on and pretend that that never happened i can give a much better review of xcom um which i know we've spoken about a lot, but i played that on the second most difficult tier and quite frankly i had i you know i put eight hours into it which is a lot for little old me eight hours was into a game and uh i had to restart because i was trying to do missions with uh, I, where I had no resources and i had two uh xcom rookies on the books 
and so I had to take them into battle and I honestly I must have lost a small army's worth of people trying to play this game so I started again on the lowest lowest setting sorry um knowing the missions made it a bit easier anyway but I've got to say I got something like five or six missions in before one person died and I was quite chuffed with myself even though I was playing on baby mode um but what, what I found again is bef- when the show first started, like today, um, literally five minutes in, I, I failed a mission for the second time, uh, which I've been trying to do for a couple of days now. Um, the reason I, I say second time, my computer kept crashing in between. And um, impressively, the game loads up mid-mission still for me when it finally loads back up, even though I've turned my computer on and off and that, all that. So um, I may have to start again because... The mission I'm on is so bloody hard that, and it's so bloody hard, and I've just lost the people I started the game with, and then my B team, who were also quite good. Um, but it, it, I think for someone like Kev, it probably sounds like the world's worst uh, frustration having to start a game. But for me, I mean, the story itself is amazing. I love, I love it. I just love the fact that it's whatever many years further on in the future um you know XCOM folk lost the battle the aliens have kind of convinced the public that they're good and you know you're playing as a, a rogue set of terrorists that are basically ruining the new world order and ruining the balance and basically cause you know it, it's it's uh realistically difficult you know if aliens were controlling the world at the moment and me and a bunch of people decided we were going to suit up and go out and annihilate them. I imagine it'd be bloody hard for us to do. And that's what this is like. You know, you are going to break a few eggs trying to do it. And I just, I don't know, I wish there was a slightly more baby setting that I could click on to make it slightly easier so we can get through this hard mission. That's why you need to mod it. Is that what you need to do? Mod it and yep. do it, right. Because, uh, I'm so, I mean, I'm telling you, I've played it for, it must be 10 hours now. Mm-hmm. And it's the uh, the black room or something like the black building, the, the shadow something, very early on. But I've been doing all the other little missions, trying to build up the strength of my team. Because, I mean, I said to Pab beforehand, my problem with the first playthrough of the level is I sent all my characters, let's say, east. And actually, the uh, <laughs> the mission was north. So when my team got wiped, <laughs> I had two two people left, and I realised I was sending them the yeah. direction. Um, so when they they died, I started again and sent everyone north, and it felt a lot easier. But those snake people poisoned my team, and they mm-hmm. died. Actually, they're guaranteed to die then because I don't have a medic. Um, you know, the the misses on this mission are ridiculous. I swear. I know everyone always laughs about the fact that you know ninety eight percent likelihood of attack and it misses and that sort of thing. Oh but yeah, that's annoying. I swear it picks and chooses the missions it does it on though. This is <laughs> being made purposely hard. No other missions have I made this many misses, but because it's tense, they're suddenly missing every shot. And the enemies yeah. shot. When I had some, I had one sniper with one health bar left, and every shot at her was missing. And I thought I'm going to end up completing this, and it's going to feel like the most heroic thing ever. But mm. and then she died of poison. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but no, I am adoring it. It's just so freaking hard, and I'm. 
It's a bit like me and uh, FTL. I just will never complete it in a billion years. Um, but I'm going to keep plugging away. What What I wanted to ask you lot about was the fact that I've been I've set up so that my PC streams to my Mac, um, like in the Steam streaming capability. Um, have you guys done this much before? I've done it with Football Manager. Right, and does it cut out every now and again for you? Nope, runs perfectly. Yeah, because see, my internet connection is solid, it's fast, and it's fine. And I've tested it and tested it and tested it. But mine just seems, my Steam just seems to drop out every now and again. I start the game up, and instead of going into the game, it will show me Steam on my computer not doing very much. And then I can click around on it, and suddenly the game starts. And then it might run for an hour or two, and then it suddenly drops out and causes me no end of grief. So, I mean, I, the reason I knew that it loaded me back up pre, uh, mid-game is that I my PC crashed, wouldn't work, faffed around, and then finally I got it back up and loading. And it after restarting, and it managed to put me where I was in the game. But it was just frustrating. I had about twelve attempts to get the, the streaming to work. So maybe there's something I need to set up to allow some sort of you know port issues to go away or whatever but I just wondered if, if you had any advice really no it just works um, <laughs> I, don't use I don't use it to be fair so fair enough well any, any listeners might be able to help them yeah I imagine it's much less likely to cause a problem on football manager than it is on a game where stuff's ever moving so yeah that's um, yeah. right I don't think football manager eats up a lot of bandwidth when it's streaming that but I must say, I mean, you've got this, haven't you, Kev? Yeah. We do, yes. And do you both play it, or are you... I played it, got bored of it, probably won't ever go back to it. I played it loads, but it's just so hard. I'm tempted to do a Kev, and if I can't get much further, say, in the next two weeks, then I might watch <laughs> the next come to and treat him like films, um, because I just can't. Do it. I'm too. I'm, I'm rubbish at games. I'm just not good. Sheepdog, and... don't move. Whatever you just did, your mic quality impaired, improved exponentially. That was ridiculous. <laughs> don't that ever move sad. again. Yeah, it's the thing. He keeps doing it. He's been doing it all evening. It's awful. I wonder if it's because you're streaming your game. Perhaps it's I'm wrecking not, your no, mind. I've turned that off. You're not downloading anything, are you, Anna? I, I don't think so, unless you've put something down no. to. It's weird. Whatever happened there, you sound much better now. So it's just fixed That's itself. That's happened twice though with me, with her, like with Sheepdog. You keep like cutting out and then talking really, really fast. It's really disconcerting. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's excited. Yeah, I am excited. It's, it's like he completely goes silent, and then it's like. Let's not worry about it anyway, because I'm not editing any of this out. So let's um, <laughs> let's carry on talking about games. Okay. Um, so that's me done. I played those two, but have you guys played anything else? Pork and beans. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll go with this um, one that came on PS Plus this week, yesterday. Tuesday? No, Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday. Dead Star. Um, I had a go of it this evening because I watched. I, I it sounded interesting. It looked all right. Um, and from what I could gather, but I played the tutorial and it, it was like a, a twin stick space shooter. Where you basically go to go to like you start from a base and then you have to go around collecting uh, like minerals or something like that, some sort of something to talk 
upgrade your your base up with you upgrade your base up with it and then you get some point skill points that you could put into like a skill tree and whatever and get missiles and shields and all whatever and then i'm following the tutorial through and it goes on like you've then got to invade another base invade another base you could say and it's like a the map is like a like a hexagon grids and you basically got to move across to the next hexagon uh block the enemies take over the base um and basically then you upgrade that base and do that and then you go into like the boss base uh and do the same thing and i thought all right this seems all right this i want to play the main game and it and it's multiplayer only. It's like a five-on-five multiplayer game. That's a, it. It seems like it's a bit of a moba, <laughs> yeah. and I really did. I really did not expect it, and I, I found myself kind of sort of liking it at the same time. It's it's like as I said, you've got two teams of five, five players, and then you've got like the grid base hexagon grid system thing, and you've got like there's like six seven uh, there's like six seven bases or whatever yeah, around this this grid. And you've got your two main bases, your two, your, like your blue team and your red team base. And basically, you, to get to to get to their to get to like their base, you've got to like go through all these uh, hexagons, taking over each base to get basically to gain access to to their main base to blow it up. Um, and I was absolutely awful at it. I was bobbins, and I just kept blow, getting blown up. But it, it seemed alright. I quite enjoyed it as a, just as a, a single player thing. Um, so I don't know whether there is any single player stuff into it. I just basically just clicked on play game sort of thing, and it it put me into this multiplayer thing. So I don't know whether it is just a multiplayer game, uh, and whether I will get get better at it. But um, it's on PS Plus, so it's worth a look if you just want to have a look at look at it. It's twin base twin stick shooter, um, sort of like multiplayer MOBA esque. Um, like I say, I'd, I'd prefer it if it was a multi a single player stuff rather than multiplayer. That's about Indeed. it for that one. Yeah. Marvelous. Indeed. Any more? Anyone else? I've, Are we the done? Thing I've, the only thing I've got is I've, I've carried on playing this, uh, this Mitomo thing. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's fascinating. Now. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> fascinating. It's some of the stuff people put on there, and you're like, that's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. Not one person uh, gave me any backlash about that. So No, no. Silence speaks words. Well, I've got again loads of friends on it now. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm having. A, I'm up to thirty-three friends now. I feel like really a, got a little ones, celebrity. It's yeah. awesome. I'm being very selective. I don't. I don't accept everyone. Oh, I just let anyone on there. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, no, I'm very selective with who I who is my friend. Well, there you go. If you've sent Power friends request and he declined you, that means he doesn't oh, like I've been, you. I've been. I've been busted now. Hold on, I've got a minute. Let's get. Let's, let's update the friend request. I've got another five. <laughs> Let's accept everyone now. I might. And it's just might just delete you I, off mine. You've only answered yeah. seven questions. You're not even that's doing I, it right. That's because I don't even do it right. Because I'm like, I don't want to answer. Why am I answering this question for? This is stupid. So I'll just, just skip that question. Okay, skip that question, and I'll answer something really deadpan. I don't. I don't okay, fine. I'll tell you what, it looks just like you as well. You're me. That's, it does a little that's bit. Uncanny. It's, Apart from yeah. your moustache, isn't quite right. No, it isn't. But I can't do much much about it. I just had to go with it. Yeah, I had to go with it. I didn't even know there was an actual game in it. There's actual games in it, isn't there? Yeah. I didn't even realise I didn't even realise that. So you win your cat questions. shirt. You gotta win so a cat shirt. All I've been doing I got a I get I did get a cat shirt, you're right. How did you know that? Everyone, everyone's walking around in cat shirts. I've spent a lot more time on this than you, it seems. No, I've not. i I just answered the question. I just wait to see what everyone's answering questions. <laughs> Answer the odd question and turn it off. And they just get should get the login bonus on the for the my Nintendo points, whoever it is. 
that's all I'll do. Just get the coins. And I'm like, I don't, and I've got a cat shirt. And I went, but I, I like the outfit I've got on. So I don't even change the outfit. Just, just got the same outfit on. I look stylish. So I just go, yep, that's me. Well, I officially won at this game earlier in the week because I made Anna chuckle and now I don't need to play it anymore because she got you know, my, she opened up my picture of the day and it was me dressed as a hot dog with the caption, I've got my wiener out. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that was it. I, I won at me, Tomo. I don't need to play it anymore. I made her chuckle. Sounds good. Sounds good. I will, I will try to do better on me, Tomo. Ah, now, Pab, a little bird tells me you've seen Batman vs Superman this week. Uh, I did, yeah. I went to the IMAX and saw it as well. Did you? And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I assume you agree with me and think it was good? Yeah, I don't get why everyone's whinging about. Oh, see, I, I, was, I was expecting you to argue with me. So you no, actually thought I, uh... you enjoyed it? No, I've yeah. spoken to some mates who've agreed with both of you. They've said, I, I, my mate Will at work, my partner, um, said that, yeah, it's it's a great film. Did Sheepdog <laughs> just come out on the podcast? No, my business partner. It's like we're cops, you know. <laughs> cops have partners, we're salesmen, we're a You're team. What now? His, his partner, Will. I think he just came out. No, my work partner. His work wife, Will. But he enjoys it. He enjoyed it as well, did he? Why haven't yeah, you been to see it yet? Sorry? Why haven't you been to see it yet? Because I haven't been able to uh, escape the clutches of parenthood to have uh, three hours alone with my good lady wife at cinema. Yeah, I see. You should have just, just had an afternoon off work sick and gone to see it then. You see, Angry John and the other bosses aren't available at work tomorrow. I might nip out. Yeah. <laughs> Go on an extended <laughs> lunch break. Yeah, exactly. I would. It's worth seeing. It's a very enjoyable experience. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, definitely. It's... I, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know what everyone's complaining about. It's it's not the best film ever. It's not it's not going to be. It's not as good as like The Dark Knight or anything. But it's not no, bad. It's a perfectly it's good superhero film. Did you yeah. get one of these special lids on your on your Diet Pepsi that I presume you got with it that Anna was telling me about? What's this? There's special lids that you get on the drinks. So no, Anna, explain these to me. Yeah, go on. I don't know. I've just seen them. People have been posting when they go and see Batman or Superman. Yeah, you get a Batman lid or a Superman lid, and I didn't get one. I don't know. I didn't get a drink at all. I would smack them silly if I got a Superman lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a drink, so I don't know. I just see lots of people having them. Oh. Gotta see, you're sad now, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could have had a, a Superman sippy cup to go with your Tomb Raider flask that is mine by rights. Yep, it's still here. Come with, come with me. Uh, yeah, it's already with me at, at Res. Right, you're <laughs> bag. Yeah, you're on Team Anna then for the turf war this afternoon. I'm not. Okay. I'm not having you on Chapman Street if you've got my sippy cup. <laughs> fine, that's fine. I um, it just occurred to me. I told a massive lie a minute ago about not having time to go to the to the film arena um i saw deadpool did you i did why did you what choose that rather film? than batman um because claire's a bit of a marvel fangirl and so she wanted to see it and i just thought you know what I'm, yeah I'm, I'm in the mood let's go see it it's uh you know it was brilliant i think if i i don't know i, I 
I reckon I just got hit with the right frame of mind to see that sort of film. But that, maybe it's epic in any way. Oh, no, form, it's brilliant. But, Deadpool's fantastic. Yeah. I was saying to someone at work who hasn't seen it, I was just saying that it, it's, it's, it's never like, you know, like some things try and be crass or funny or whatever. And it always just feels forced and it always feels a bit lame. And I don't know, like you think, Oh, you're just showing off and you look like a knob. This just felt like every single crass or childish or, you know, schoolboy joke was completely justifiable and contextual. And, you know, it wasn't ever stepping out of line or over. It was crossing the line in that the whole film crossed the line. It was just spot on. There was no like, I never raised an eyebrow and thought, oh, you're a knob. I just thought the whole way through, this is hilarious. This guy's just brilliant. It's believable. You know, it was very funny. It's the kind of level where, you know, I watch shows like South Park and they they pull off that level of comedy perfectly. Whereas it's Family Guy, you know, you watch that and you think, oh, he's just trying to be shocking or, you know, you just trying to be a bit offensive or whatever. This was, yeah, seriously good. I was well impressed of it. Splendid. Anyone else seen any motion pictures this week? I've seen one more. Have you? What else have you seen? Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, I think I watched, uh, I was looking through Netflix, as you do, and I, I saw a film, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is like a, sort of like a fly on the wall sort of spoof documentary of um like four vampires in a in a flat share okay trying to, trying to live in, in the modern day world and it is it's from um not if you know flight of the concords um I'd, i've not seen it myself i just know of it it's a well-regarded comedy from uh some new zealand folk i think new zealand yeah um and it's written by one of the guys who did that and it's just a really funny film, just showing like the situations that they live that they are in, uh, basically like because they are they are living in the the re, like the modern day, I think it's two thousand and fourteen film. So it's like I said, it shows them like going going out to the shops and uh, going out going out to nightclubs, and they can't they can't go into nightclubs because they've got to be invited in. So they have to go up to bouncers. <laughs> can we come in? Can you can you can we can you let us in? And they're going no, go away, go. Away. <laughs> it's it's really funny. Um, and it's just it's just some really amusing thing, and then there's a, they get a they get a human in to help them, and he shows them the internet. And it's it's just insane. It is it is quite a funny film, and it is well worth watching on Netflix. Um, and it is like I say, well, that's my two thumbs up of the week. Ah, splendid. Well, I think we should watch that, Anna. That sounds like the kind of thing that will amuse me. Uh-huh. And you're a girl, so you automatically like vampires. <laughs> Um, right, we've skirted around this long enough. Walking Dead season finale was this week. Um, <laughs> we've been skirting around we it have. Every all episodes. I've been, tension. I've been wanting to tell you you're wrong all episode. Um, and you are wrong because you don't like cliffhangers because you are you hate joy and no, pleasure. No, I like cliffhangers Hold on, normally. Some people might not have seen it yet. But we can say it ends on a cliffhanger. Hmm. It's the, we, um, it's a season finale. It obviously has a cliffhanger. That's that's the point I've been making to everybody. Right, but what I my, my problem is, yeah, no, my problem is that the like AMC and the people who make the advertising has stated that someone was going to die in that episode, and they've built their entire season 
marketing campaign around the fact that basically wait and see what happens it's going to be epic and then they ended the episode on a hurt we're not going to tell you who though which i do agree cliffhangers are cool in the right context the problem with this was that it had to right the episode i would say in my head i give it a nine out of ten right and a nine out of ten is a fantastic score for a finale of a season it's a fantastic score by any measure but what I genuinely feel with it, and I, I said to Claire after the episode, I was so pained because what I felt was they had the potential to make that an 11 out of 10 by literally just panning out and showing who died. And that would have been it. It would have had everybody going, oh, my God, they killed X. And it would have just been mind-blowing. And then it would have left us six months to just think, whoa. But what they did was they just did the whole smash 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 it's cliffhanger find out in six months and that made me feel pained because i thought now i have to place all of my you know feelings towards what's going to happen on hold and then i have to hope that no stupid newspapers media outlets or whatever which i don't look for i don't sit and look on spoiler websites but if somebody retweets or you know shares on facebook or moans about the fact that um, you know, X character has been spotted on set playing a corpse with their head caved in or whatever, then that's going to ruin it. Whereas if, if I can get through to October without finding out who it is, then yeah, great. I'm more than happy. That was a great way to handle it. Um, but at the moment, I just don't have enough faith in them to avoid spoilers. When, like, I'm, this is a few weeks old, but when Glenn was presumed dead, Within a day, they'd announced all over Twitter that he'd been spotted on set filming scenes with a character who wasn't in the show yet, so he must be alive. So when they announced he was alive a month later, I knew already, I, you know, it wasn't definitive, but you could guess. It's like Game of Thrones at the moment. I'm going to make a bold statement that, you know, we're all 99.9% sure that Jon Snow's alive. And it's like, He's you know, alive. he has to be, doesn't he? And it's all it's all a matter of how did he survive kind of thing. Whereas um, with this, I mean, I was angry at, at the end because I felt like, damn it, you just you just shot yourself in the foot. You lost the chance to be the best episode of this show that's ever made with a little cheap kind of gimmick when you'd have got as much of a cliffhanger out of just showing us who it was and carrying on from there. Like how, because don't forget, Kev, no matter who it is that died, Rick's still in a line of people surrounded by saviors, you know, with his balls being handed to him, and he's literally defeated. He can't... There's no way out of this for them. Well, they just let him so, go. They, yeah, they... There's no way out of the whole... He's, he's, he's basically there... He's under the thumb for life now, isn't he? We know he's not. Well, we, we know don't. what's going to happen. We don't, because I, I just read this uh, month's comic while... Uh, you know when you said my sound quality had gone up massively? Yeah. I literally loaded the uh, up to the, <laughs> this month's Walking Dead comic, and you went, "Whatever you just did," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. "So uh, yeah, reading the Walking Dead makes me sound better." Yeah, I read that earlier on. We'll get onto that in a minute because that was the best yeah. episode, the best issue of that for a long, long time. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. But um, what did you think of Negan? Brilliant, absolutely spot yeah. on. I actually said to Anna later on that evening, "I want to dye part of my beard grey." So that I look like him, I want to be him. It was absolutely spot on. The yeah. oh, it was just best character they've introduced to the show 
yeah. ever. It was just absolutely spot on. And I love Negan anyway in the comics. Negan's my favorite Yeah, me character. too. Yeah, 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 definitely. It was a bit time. of a shame he couldn't be as sweary as he is in the comics, but then it's on yeah. telly. They obviously weren't going to be allowed to do that. But... <laughs> I, um, I went back. Well, they can show a point. chain through someone, a zombie's body, but they can't show yeah, you. Yeah, this is America, Anna. Through swear words. Exactly. Yeah, I, was, I said this to Claire. I was watching Deadpool, and I said to Claire... Um, have you noticed how they can splurt a body up against a wall and splat it into pieces? He can cut people in, you know, as many times as he wants, but Miranda Baccarin can't get her wabs out at all. And you can't see a single scene of her nude or anything, even though they're having sex and all sorts. You can't see it at all because it's frowned upon, but Deadpool could do all those other horrific things. Yeah, it made me laugh with this because I read some lines of Negan where he was just like, excuse my effing language, but did you just effing say? It was just, I was showing Claire his interactions with Carl and saying that's what we've got to look forward to next year, him and Carl just being the best double act in the universe. They're, they're so perfect. It's like two characters. Exactly, which is why it made me laugh that half the internet thought Carl, thinks Carl is dead, because it's just... Why bring Negan in if he's not going to spend the whole of next season with Carl with him? That just doesn't make any sense. What people who watch that episode think that Carl's dead? That's uh, the most. That, when I went onto Twitter straight after it, that was that was the biggest guess people had on the night. Couldn't that couldn't be more dumb of a guess? How dumb are the, are the people? I mean, it, it's uh, because no, he mentions it's because he mentions him. Basically ruling him out as he's saying yeah. what he says. We don't want to get too spoilery. Like we've already spoiled yeah, it massively. He no, he literally says, like, if you don't take this, I'm going to rip that guy's eye out. And it's like, yeah. Um, Claire uh, said to me, she read uh, an interview with Kirkman afterwards, and he said it's a long-time beloved character of the show, and people did a lot of sort of logic to it and have narrowed it down to literally the... It's not Rick or Carl because. Oh, Daryl. No, I. I <laughs> it could be Daryl. No. In order, in order of my my predictions, I I think we're looking Abraham almost a cert. Um, but then looking, he's not beloved, is he? He's just there. No, exactly. We're looking Abraham almost a cert, except for the fact that Kirkman said beloved. Because he said beloved, we're thinking Daryl. And. Daryl has no purpose now in the show anyway. Shut up. Um, no, he he's just not doesn't. Even, he's not, he, but he's not even in... He's not even in the comic. Exactly. So why would you get rid of someone that's not in the comic? Well, if I get rid of him, I won't watch it anymore. I feel <laughs> that's shoot. That's fine. Um, that, now, fine. my logic is that if it was Glenn, they would have done it in the episode because... And this is a, it's a little bit of a spoiler alert, but look, screw you. It's an eight-year-old comic, comic or whatever it is. It's, it's not that much of a spoiler. Exactly. And um, basically, if they were following the comic, then it's the most idiotic cliffhanger in the world because it just doesn't make sense to me. Whereas if it's someone different... I mean, I was thinking about this after I was laughing to myself because I thought, well, actually, if they just pay them all to appear on set next season for the first X episodes, then... They can't really say, oh, Daryl was spotted on set because they're all returning. We don't know who's dead. Um, they don't know who's dead, apparently. But after those three, I don't think it was any women because they wouldn't kill well, Michonne. Ne- Negan doesn't kill Negan women, Negan won't does kill he? women. That's a big no. thing in the comics. Negan yeah. doesn't kill women, so it's not any women. Um, it's not Eugene. For one reason, um, in my mind, 
he's Eugene is to the right of Carl and he's directing one of his and plus he needs to make the bullet factory although he yeah, did hand exactly. the plans over to Rick didn't he so yeah but I think that's a red herring I think they'd be mad to kill you plus there's so much more to um it's not what you say um so I mean I think that <laughs> the only way I'd be genuinely shocked Rick now which he wouldn't be but it'll be Abraham based on the fact that he would have died earlier on anyway if it was the comics. Um, and they did the whole buy-buy scene between Abraham and... Well, uh, yeah, that's that's the obvious... It then becomes more obvious why it wasn't Abraham who got the arrow through his head two weeks ago, whenever it was, like yeah. it is in the comics, if they're going to kill him now. So, yeah. And they did say... It was all kind of... When he's squaring up, it's the one who's... Sort of said like come at me bro you know almost whereas he kind of ruled out weeping and you know begging for his wife and that and i don't think that like, we know negan he's not the kind of character that i don't know i just don't think he ever would do that i mean when you look at I, i'm i'm convinced just to go into the comic slightly that um i reckon he'll become a goodie oh yeah i i think they're setting him up to be the new leader Possibly. at some point yeah, um, he reminds me in a weird roundabout way. Um, and this is a bit geeky, but anyone who watched Buffy early on, Spike went from being this like maniac, ruthless kind of, you know, he got his name because he drilled spikes through people's skulls to becoming like this major character. For, and he's been a goodie ever since. And I'm sort of thinking that kind of trope is what Negan's really written towards, surely. Um, I'd rather he be the badass as always been. I'm, I'm basing the fact I think he is such a badass. Um, he's never... I mean, he's just such a perfect bad guy, isn't he? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheepdog, <clears throat> move. You, you really are cutting out now, little fella. That wasn't me. Bit no, that, that was Anna breathing, I think. The, the, yeah. Um, just as you're talking, you're cutting out more and more now, and it's only Weird. you that's happening to. So I, I would suggest it's on your end. So stop moving because occasionally it comes through brilliantly, and then you sound like you're a robot again. Yeah, I picked up my laptop, so that might be why. That's perfect again now. Yep, I've just rested it back down. <clears throat> right, what else have we watched this week then? Uh, Better Call Saul. See, we're watching that. We're really behind on it. We must be yeah, really behind. Weeks behind again now. So am, I, am I the only one up to date? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll say it's, just, it's as it always has been. It's getting, it's getting more and more, more and more shady going on, and I will leave it at that. <laughs> and then let you let you guys catch up, and we'll talk about it proper. She was saying. With with you, Kev, have you, are you finding... I mean, I said to Claire the other day, I don't have the energy to watch that, of course. So, like, I love it. I do genuinely love it, but it's slow and it involves... The focus. only reason I'm not watching it is because Anna doesn't like it, so it's... Uh, it's it, it, no, during... don't even bring that on me. It's the fact <laughs> that it's half-term. The children are 90% of the time here when we do watch it. And then you're outside every evening doing doing your videos. So don't bring on it's my fault. It's I'm, your own fault. Hold on, hold on. 
I'm not saying yeah. it's your fault. I'm saying you don't like it. We'd have watched it by now. We've we made yeah, time we... for The Walking Dead. We make time for other programmes. We're when not I making time children... for this one because you're not I into it. When I take children to bed, you don't have to go outside. You could watch a programme. No, or get that, up a that, bit earlier a... and watch a programme. If you stop telling me off, the reason we're not watching it together is because you're not into it. So it becomes something I have to watch on my own. And then it drops down the pecking order because it's not as good as no, Daredevil. It's not, I don't it's not watch as good it. as it's Jessica Jones. It's not as good as Arrow. So if I if it's something for me to watch by myself, it falls massively down the pecking order. Oh, I can't. I... Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say at the moment because I can't be doing with with all the breaking. It's it's wrecking my head. Say goodbye to Anna, everybody. Bye, Anna. Follow her on the show. <laughs> there we go. Anna has departed um, because of sound issues. Which, if they, if everyone else is getting those as well, I imagine no one was around to hear I go. Because if it sounds as bad as some of that stuff for the last five minutes is, I'd have switched off by now if I was listening. So hopefully mm-hmm. the sound quality improves from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, have we got any more TV shows to look at? I've been watching a little bit more Jessica Jones because you lot told me I had to watch that before I was yep. allowed to watch season two of Daredevil. Um, I don't enjoy this anywhere near as much as Daredevil. Um, really? Yeah, it's just... Uh, How many episodes have you watched? Four or five. I'm, I'll, yeah, so I'll does, get through it. I'll yeah. get through it, and I want, I'm interested to see how a relationship with Luke Cage develops, and I'm really looking forward to, to where that's going with the Iron Fist show that's coming and everything as well. So I I will watch it because I want to watch the stuff that leads on from it, but at the moment, this show is just a little bit... Yeah. 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 How, much, how much Kilgrave have you seen? Um, A bit. Yeah, it's, it's, He's been about yeah. a bit, but... So we, yeah, so we, the more and more I see, I reckon it's probably six or seven where he, he probably gets into it and that's for me where it got better and better like going further into the series it's my current it does a lot of building i think in the, in the opening episodes so i'll i'll get yeah. it done so i can get onto season two of daredevil um and then i might actually start catching up on arrow and the flash again but it's jessica jones is my current yeah. one and I've, I've probably watched three or four episodes this week just sort of plodding through it, and it's not caught me yet. But when it does, I'll watch the rest of the season in one one evening, probably when it gets hold of me properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any Good. more for any more on telly? Yeah, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to reference Le- Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, basically. I've always said it's it's really good. I enjoy it, but it went through a couple of episodes where I was kind of like, oh, this is dipping off a bit, and I was worried because Heroes Reborn started really strongly, and I was really like, oh, watch it, it's great, and then it, it went to crap. But um, the most recent episode of Heroes, uh, not Heroes Reborn, sorry, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, um, it's finally putting the time travel to good use, let's say, um, in that it's it's used it as a really good character development plot device over the past two episodes. Um, all the characters have kind of had significant advancements in their personalities, in their getting to, you know, us getting to know them as, as people. And um, I don't know, it's almost like, I mean, if I, I know these shows are all filmed in advance, but if, if they were filming it week by week, it's almost like they've suddenly gone, oh, people are, maybe getting a bit like these characters are, aren't, you know, there's not much to them and they've just suddenly completely clicked a switch and suddenly upgraded everyone massively. And 
it's like all shows take a little while to kick on, don't they? And this one, I think, I don't even know how many episodes I'm in now, but whatever the most recent one I got of iTunes was, it's, uh, yeah, they've just really kicked it up a notch and the characters feel really rounded and deep and good now. And um, I'm quite excited because, yeah, it means now I've, I genuinely have got the trifecta of DC shows that are just, you know, Arrow Flash and that are just the best. I love them. They're so good. Splendid. Are we on comics now, then? I believe so. Right, I'm yeah, going to let you not? two kick off, because I've got a list as long as my arm, because it's been Easter holidays, and I've done a lot of reading. So I'll let you two kick off, and then I'll chime in as needed, and then you two can nap while I talk for 40 minutes. <laughs> that means we, um, Me and Papa chatting earlier, I, I read the first Bombshell uh, uh, podcast. Podcast? Comic. Earlier, the, you know, the uh, DC... Femme Fatale, yeah. like, they're all set in the war one. That's a bit different. Um, the first comic's not really indicative of the rest of it, I assume. Yeah, and with how would you like to stop the, the war? Um, and they're a baseball team in the one I read, but um, you guys have said this is really good, is it? Um, I've not. I've, I've only picked it up this week. I've picked the, the first, uh, first trade paperback of it out, so I've only I've picked it up this week, and I'll probably... We're reading it while I'm at rest. Um, but yeah, it seems interesting. It looks good. It's um, brilliant. Kev's, it's yeah. the best ongoing DC thing at the moment. Certainly while we're everything's winding down and we're getting ready for the DC Rebirth thing, this is the only DC comic I'm currently subscribed to on Comixology. I get a new issue pop in there every week for 69p, and it is just consistently outstanding. It is the best ongoing DC thing at the moment. Just awesome. Excellent. I'm quite impressed with that that endorsement. Then, um, I think that we, if that's the best DC thing that's ongoing at the moment, um, I you you two have wrecked me because all I've read all week, nonstop. But I've caught up on Injustice Gods Among Us, which, by the way, is you know again it's kicking on. It's really good. Uh, Superman has become an absolutely diabolical villain now. It's uh, it's yeah, it's really kicked up and that's just stakes are much higher um but if 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 uh bombshells is the best dc thing at the moment then squirrel girl is ultimately the best marvel thing that i'll read this year um i'm currently flicking through the uh time travel two-parter or three-part whatever it is where dr doom is in it and it's just hysterical i mean, I mean it's, oh, I love it. You know, you just think, I was chatting to someone about it at work and I mentioned it and they were gushing over how great it was and saying that she's definitely one of the most uh, hardcore characters in the, in the Marvel Universe, that, you know, she's one of the few characters to take down X, Y, and Z. And, you know, she's... She's unbeatable, yeah. sheepdog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but when you first started talking about it, it all felt a bit like her, squirrel girl, tongue-in-cheek. Um but I'm on to like the V2 2016 ones and just think she's brilliant. It's ridiculous how good this comic is. Everyone needs to read this. But I feel a bit disappointed in that I can't, well, I, I'm not capable of imagining a film slash TV show of this um, working as well. They'd need, they'd need someone so talented to pull it off. Um, I think just, it would need to be a cartoon. I don't see how you could do it as a as a live action movie. It's just, I don't know. 
But then they made Deadpool, so perhaps anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'd like to see whether the Marvel magic can extend to a Squirrel Girl setup. But I'm learning so much about the Marvel Universe as well. I mean, when they said that Thor was now a woman, I was a little bit like, you can't just switch the gender and assume it's going to work. I didn't realise Thor was a title and Odin's son is the ex-Thor and he's there, but Thor is someone else. And those comics are excellent as well. The ones where, where the female Thor emerges, that's a brilliant series. Worth I need to get onto that. Cause I only know of the, I only learned that from Squirrel Girl. Um, and now I'm like, okay, I need to go and read the female Thor ones. I, I genuinely just thought that was his name. I thought his name was Thor Odinson and that he was, um, yeah, Thor. But it's a title, is it, apparently? So. Well, it's whoever holds the hammer. Ah, okay. Well, that's... And he that's became, feel... basically, he became not worthy to hold the hammer um, and someone else became worthy and uh, she took over. Good. I like it. It's very impressive. Um, but yeah, I like that this is a kind of a gateway drug to all the new Marvel stuff. Um, I've just learned learned a boatload of stuff that I didn't really... I knew that like Captain America was old and that sort of thing. Um, but just seeing it properly... Uh, break, yeah. Breaking news as of this week, he's young again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's rebooting this week, almost as if he's got a movie coming out and they wanted a familiar version of him in the comics. Oh yeah, that's quite sensible. But um, yeah, this in uh, this Walking Dead and Injustice. I'll, uh, how you, I know you've been off this past week and a bit, but I don't know how you have time to flip between hundreds of comics because I'm absorbed heavily into these ones. And I saw Angel and Faith, the comic, on on a website, and thought to myself, I need to get buying that next. Um, well, that's ten seasons in, and I'm thinking. I can't get through 10 seasons of a comic. That's going to bankrupt me. But the Buffy <laughs> ones are so good that I think I need to read that. And I'm, I'm, this is probably becoming like my favourite section. It's really shocking. I didn't, you know, didn't really consider myself a comic book lover, but I really enjoy, I look forward to, I look forward to the whole show, but at this part I'm kind of like, ooh. I yeah, think that's the most fun thing. We're all becoming comic nerds together and a load of listeners are coming along with us as well and we're getting yeah. people, talking to people about comics. And I mean, I've dipped in and out of it for the last five or six years, but I read far more now than I ever did before. Every yeah, Wednesday I, like I have a new pile of stuff appear on my iPad. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. You turned me into. I never read comics ever until we started doing this. So, <laughs> and now I'm now I'm now I'm finding myself in comic book shops. Good, spending thirty quid at a time. <laughs> Good, quite right too. Look, at least you didn't buy all of the Batman Superman books when they were on offer last week, like some of us did. And just I nearly did. Dropped, I nearly bought dropped a set. fifty quid in one go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on ten of them, at half price. Like, not that bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I read them all though. Um, did and you? Hold on, let me. I'll run through the ones I read this week because I read The Dark Knight Returns again, which I already own in paperback from years ago, um, but just bought it again because I thought, why spend 45 quid when I can spend 50? Uh, so I've read that again, and anyone who has got issues with what goes on in Batman versus Superman, that's the one you should read to let you understand why the Batman in Batman versus Superman is the way he is because it's definitely Dark Knight Returns version of Batman is in that movie. So it all becomes much clearer when you're reading that. 
Um, and then I read a lot of the Wonder Woman stuff. So um, Wonder Woman Volume 1 from the New 52 um, is is really good for giving us um, sort of retelling the story of where Wonder Woman came from. Um, then we get Superman Wonder Woman Volume 1, um, where basically Superman and Wonder Woman are a couple and it goes through um, them working together and what happens when they become a couple and all powerful bloody bloody blah stuff um but then the best of the bunch was batman superman volume one um and this one it, we start getting all caught up in in multiple earths and all sorts of nonsense like that where basically it's i think it set takes place just before the dark side war stuff that's been going on in dc for like the last year um and we've got a version of superman who's still like late teens early 20s can't even fly yet Batman isn't proper Batman yet, um, but they're suddenly transported into a different version of Earth by this random witch creature um, where we've got older versions of Batman and Superman where they've got all their powers and their experience and everything. So we basically have young Superman, young Batman working with old Superman and old Batman to save the world's multiple. (laughs) And it's just mental, but brilliant. And um, really, really enjoyed that one. But it's one of those things where now now I've ducked into that, it makes me want to carry on with all of these different series that that offer started me on. They know what they're doing. There's 10 different series I could follow along now, which I, I, mm-hmm. I've made a decision with DC. I'm not going to fall down that rabbit hole until there's something equivalent to Marvel Unlimited. I'm all geared up, ready for DC Rebirth in June. I've got my pre-orders in for that. And I will not buy any more back catalogue dc stuff if i can help it um i'll do, i'll quickly run through my new issues for this week before i throw back to you two and then do my last couple of collections at the end um but as it is wednesday when we're recording this i've had to read these quick it's a good job i've been off work my new wednesday issues for this week probably um the pick of the bunch would be the walking dead issue 153 because like we said before it is the best issue of the walking dead we've had in at least two years i would say it has been absolutely brilliant which you've read as well haven't you sheepdog which one was that sorry the new issue of the walking dead that came out today (laughs) is is awesome Um, yeah i um i think they've really yeah they've just set that right it's one of those things where i'm always like where's this gonna go come on kick on and then they throw the episode out and you think ah it's everything else is justifiably good now and um yeah can't wait to see where it goes um the second best book i've read this week is um harley quinn and the suicide squad april fool's special uh, <laughs> which basically they're retelling the origin of the suicide squad this book leads straight into the new issue one of the suicide squad that's going to be i think it's part of dc rebirth and it's basically how harley quinn got involved in the suicide squad and how the suicide squad started forming so it looks like it's very much going to be the movie version of the suicide squad and an origin story for that and that looks like it's setting itself up to be a really cool series And it does this really awesome thing halfway through where it just changes the artist and the art style completely for a really good story reason where it has the normal sort of really realistic dc house style type stuff and then halfway through it looks like a squirrel girl comic and then it switches back to dc version again and it's just really clever the way they do it and what it represents when they do it and um really really worth picking up harley quinn and the suicide squad april fool's special 
Um, and then a couple of issue ones I've picked up this week. There's a new comic from Image called The Fix, which is basically um, it's similar to um, similar sort of feel to the likes of stuff like Thief, which was out a few years ago, which I think was a Kirkman one as well. Um, but it's basically a criminal who is has a bit of a twist to him that I won't spoil because we get a twist. And um, it's just, I, it's got a nice a nice narrator's voice in it and it's just sort of snarky cool comic man telling the story and i quite like that um there was a new issue one of black panther today uh from marvel and i realized i have i know nothing about black panther i want to learn more about him because he's in mm. civil war but i read this issue one of the new black panther today and i just don't I have no idea. I need to dig back into the Marvel Unlimited archives and learn about Black Panther. So if anyone, uh, the more nerdy amongst you, if you can give me some starting points for Black Panther that I can dig into in Marvel Unlimited, because I would like to reread that issue one knowing what's going on, because at the moment, haven't got a Scooby. Um, and then the other new issue that I read this week ties back into one of the very first comics I ever bought. I got, I originally got into comics for two reasons, uh, the walking dead TV show and the darkness, uh, video game. Um, and I basically went onto comiXology. We're going back sort of four or five years ago, probably, and just bought loads of back issues of walking dead and the darkness. And this week there's a new darkness comic. It was the first time for ages. It's called the darkness hope. And it's about, um, Jackie Estacado's daughter, Hope. Um, and it's sort of a complete standalone thing set after the events at the end of the run of the Darkness comic, um, written by completely new writers who, from what I can gather, basically won a new talent competition and won the right to tell a story in the Darkness universe. And it's brilliant. Um, really cleverly done and i would like to see this turn into an ongoing series but i don't see how it can it very much has a feel of a one shot about it but the 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 artist and the writer writing in the darkness universe would be something i'd be very interested to um to find out more about because they did a really good job of it and it was a great issue and if you enjoyed the darkness games you'll love the darkness comics because they are brilliant um, I bought basically a job lot of all of them for about 20 quid when they were on a massively reduced sale about three years ago. And they are superb. I, I liked the games. I loved the comics. Um, before I get into my last couple of bits, has either of you two read anything else this week that's worthy of mention? Uh, the only thing I've actually read this week is I've actually finished my first volume of the X-Men 92 that I mentioned last week. I've actually finished the entire uh, first volume now. And it's it's pretty good. I have really enjoyed it. Um, the first two first two um, comics in the in the uh, trade paperback that I got, I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's quite it's pulling me along because it's the it's the cartoon version of the X Men. Yeah. And then it gets really good um, towards towards it. And I don't know some of the things that's going on because it clearly alludes to stuff that happened previously in the X Men universe or something like that. And something's going. I still enjoyed it anyway. Um, and I'll probably pick up the next volume of this at some point in the future. Excellent. That is all, that I is need all to, I've read. Yeah, I need to get on board with this because yeah. I really like the the bits that I've read where it does, yeah, it's the cartoon version and that's the version of the X-Men yeah. that I'm familiar with. So yeah. I definitely need to get on with more yeah. of that. Other than that. Other than that, I've picked up, like I say, I've picked up the uh, the Bombshells comic and I've picked up Batgirl, the uh, Batgirl, Batgirl, Batgirl of Burnside. Of Burnside. Hey, that's awesome. 
yeah, it, I just, I just like the, I, I thought the costume change looked really cool yeah. and what have you. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll have that. That seemed interesting. Batgirl so should wear purple forevermore. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Although it's been cancelled <laughs> as part of DC Rebirth, which is really upsetting because that was one of my favourite DC comics. And it's uh, really? the the whole team, uh, the team that were involved in doing it and the the artist who did that version of Batgirl isn't on yeah. any of the new DC books at all. It looks like they've binned her off completely, which really? I get the impression it just hasn't sold very well because I guess meatheads don't appreciate it, but it's, it's I thought it was really, really cool. cool. Um, so it's yeah. a bit of a shame, but hopefully we'll re I think there's going to be a Batgirl and Birds of Prey comic that comes out. So she's going to team up with Black Canary again and Ooh. a couple of others. So that, that should be rather splendid. Um, yeah, I did see. Go on. Uh, you know, I've, I've got this, like, I've, I don't know what, I've got this Spider-Verse fascination and Spider-Gwen <laughs> at the minute. Well, I've also seen this, the, the release of the Spider-Women comic. Yeah. I saw a leaflet for it and I saw it in the comics already today and I was, like, today, yeah. I was like, oh God, no. <laughs> I've got another thing I've got, to, but I'm going to hang on for that. I'm going to hold on for that and buy the trade paperbacks of them. I think I'll wait for them to come on Marvel Limited. That's I what need hope to for. sit down with you this afternoon yeah. while we're at rest. All right. Um, we'll have a and chat. hand you my iPad, and I yeah. want you to show me where I find Spider Gwen on Marvel Unlimited because I have searched and searched and searched and can't find it, <laughs> and I want to read. Really? It. Yeah. Okay. Just... You do that then. Marvel Unlimited is so clunky at times, and I want you to help. Oh me yeah, find it's it. it's so obtuse and difficult to look for things, but yeah, it is in there. Yeah. I assume I'm spelling spider wrong. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I'll um, sorry for you. Yeah. Right. Last couple of bits I've read. Um, I fit. I read the second part of Mouse. Which just, I mean, I, I don't want to get too into it because it will just completely change the tone of the show like it did last time we talked about it. But if you are one of the nerds like us who's just starting to explore comics and you're getting any kind of stick off of anyone about being an adult and reading comics, you need to just throw a copy of this at them and tell them to try that again after they've read it because it's a masterpiece. It just, it's absolutely brilliantly done and nobody could read that and then say comics are just for kids after they've done it it's a more powerful message than any game could ever be about games being not just for kids or anything along those lines if you want to justify that it's okay for you to be an adult and a nerd to anyone this is this is your method of doing that just throw a copy of mouse at them because um it's some moving stuff going on in there um and then on the completely opposite end of the spectrum i read sex criminals volumes one and two and <laughs> i tell that you what was just like, yeah. what a name i have yeah. saved this until last because it is the best thing i've read this week i Good. it was absolutely superb and the premise of it is ridiculous basically um the protagonist <laughs> when they have an orgasm time stops not not metaphorically time stops and they can do whatever they want and just wander around, do your normal time has stopped kind of dearly. And time only starts again when they start to get horny again. When they're ready to go again, time begins again. And it seems utterly ridiculous, but it is just absolutely superb. And the, the reason it's sex criminals is because after the general gist is... Um, girl who can do this meets boy who can do this they realize that if they have a good old time together they can wander around in the time stopped world together um she's working at a library that's going to be closed 
because they owe money to the bank. So their solution is, let's rob a bank while time is stopped. Um, mm-hmm. And they have run-ins with the sex police, who are a thing. And um, <laughs> it's just absolutely superb to the point where I now want to go back and read anything that Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky have ever been involved in previously, because even the, the back matter at the end of the paperbacks is brilliant. It's just really funny. And it, it's similar to what we were saying about Deadpool, about how the source material could be done in a really cheesy, crappy way. But actually, it, it certainly tickled my fancy and I was chuckling along with it. And it's, it's clever in places as well. And if you read only one thing from this massive list of comics I've given you this week, Sex Criminals, you just got to get involved with it because it's brilliant. So that's your assignment for the week. Yeah, don't... Well, the the version that's in the comic, you could become one of them because you won't get caught. It's fine. You can just go and rob a bank. (laughs) And the way the the male protagonist... What what he does with it when he first discovers his superpower, aged 14, is... um, just, (laughs) just, Just imagine what you would do if age 14 you discovered every time you masturbated, time stopped. Think of the antics you would get up to He's on top of all of them. It's 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 brilliantly done. You've got to get you've got to read Sex Criminals um, this week so that you can tell me next week that I am a genius for finding yet another brilliant comic. Because um, and I think I'm enjoying stuff like this more than the superhero stuff now. The Walking Dead and the superhero stuff was my gateway into all this, but the more I get into it and discover there's actual real proper grown up adult stuff, the more I'm loving all that. And um, yeah, everybody go out. Get involved in sex criminals. It's ace. Right, I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah, we, I believe we are. We need to get back into res yeah. because we've been out here for like two hours. It's a lovely sunny slash rainy day. Um, delete as appropriate. Um, we, we've had a lovely lunch slash breakfast, depending on when we did this. Um, well, we... I'm going home now. I'm I'm not going to be at rest anymore. Oh, are you really? <laughs> oh, that's a shame. We'll... I shall uh, see you all soon. So, en- so anyone who didn't. Anyone who didn't catch up with you this morning is unfortunately going to miss out on some sheepdog time. That's perfectly true, yeah. Oh, that's that's very unfortunate. Well, never mind, eh? They'll just have I, to catch up with you at MGPX in a few months' time. Yeah, I did really enjoy the show, though, and uh, I look forward to you filling me in on everything I missed in the next episode. I get the feeling there'll be a lot that go that will go on after you leave now, and we'll probably have did... lots to tell you. Was there anything more than a uh, ticket booth where I exchanged my ticket? Because I don't recall anything beyond that. Um, I can't remember. Uh, the line's breaking up. Um, did you know you can follow us on, uh, which is odd as we're in the same place. Uh, did you know you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast? You can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss uh, Lelujo. Okay, I thought you were going to do that. And I'm at Pab1986. He, he thought I was going to do it, but still talked over me. Still, I did. Still crashed Anna, didn't you, you monster? Uh, we're also on yeah. Facebook at facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast and YouTube at youtube.com slash maturegamerpodcast. Um, we keep promising it at the end of every episode, but there really will be an Indiegogo for MGPX any time now. I just need to find the time to do it. I've been a busy man these last few weeks. but Do it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's Sunday. Mm. I might yeah. do it t- tomorrow. I've got to edit together five days worth of videos for my channel because I've recorded all of them today. So while they're rendering, I might sit and knock together an Indiegogo. 
Nobody asked you to bring all your kit to rest and record five days worth of episodes. <laughs> Look, I know nobody asked, but I felt the need to do it. People wanted to see my process, and now they've seen it live, and they loved it. See you next you week, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Have a good week. <laughs>